the Ontario government is going to be implementing a more province-wide health measures this week to uh, slow the spread of COVID-19. Premier Doug Ford says his government understands the restrictions may cause anger, disappoint and confuse people, but they are necessary to blunt the rapid rise in cases and prevent hospitals from getting overwhelmed. Ontario reported 13,578 cases of uh, COVID-19 on Monday. However, uh, Public Health Ontario says the number of infected people is likely higher due to recent policy changes that have made uh, COVID-19 testing less accessible. Certainly a position that no one wants to be in, and I think raises even more concerns about our uh, collective uh, mental health. And I want to focus on that uh, today. Uh, Dr. Marcia Sorota is an author, speaker, uh, coach, and psychiatrist, and joins us now. Uh, appreciate your time today. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, you know, when I reached out originally to talk today, it was to chat about, you know, the benefits of connecting with others. And that seems even more important now, given yesterday's announcement uh, by the provincial government. Yes, for sure. Another set of restrictions, uh, just when we're going into the new year, it's a little bit tough to, to swallow, but obviously necessary. You know, when you, uh, do you, you know, do something like a crossword or, you know, Sudoku, it's, you know, good for the brain, I think. But I think also just maintaining healthy relationships with friends and, and family, of course, is key and maybe even in, in more important. Yes, and I think when we have more restrictions, we have to become more creative in how we reach out and connect to others. For example, if we're living alone or just with one other person, we, we really need to think about all the ways that we can connect so that we don't uh, become more unhappy and stressed because of more isolation. Is is video chats the answer, or can we maybe, I mean, I know it's cold, can people get outside and safely distance and, and get together? I, I think is, yeah, that personal connection is just is just really important. Yeah, I was having a conversation with uh, my neighbor last night outside in the, I don't know, minus whatever degree weather, and we were bundled up in layers of parkas, and we were having a nice little chat about the school closures. So I think I think anything is possible. I think we can do video, telephone. Um, we can text each other just to check in. We can stand outside for as long as our toes don't fall off. You know, whatever it takes, because we have to prioritize those relationships because that's really going to help us stay positive in the middle of all this this difficult time. We use our phones these days for almost everything but calling people. Could the <laughs> fact that we, we call people so infrequently almost add an extra layer of, um, you know, something being special to, to call someone and just check in and, and just and just chat and talk? I think so. You know, I'm, I'm kind of old school, so I've always <laughs> had phone calls. I also have a lot of loved ones who live far away, and, and we get kind of video fatigue, so we like to talk on the phone. And, and for me, it's a very nice thing. We can just, you know, walk around the house with the head, with, you know, with the hand set and just uh, chat. And it's, uh, it's just nice to check in and, you know, catch up. And sometimes the chats are just, you know, how are things, how are things. And sometimes we get into all sorts of philosophical conversations and suddenly an hour has gone by. So I think that when we give ourselves the chance to just talk to somebody and talk, you know, not text, but actually have a conversation, the conversation can evolve into something very enjoyable and pleasant and, you know, quite uh, meaningful. You recently wrote about being a, a kindness warrior. How mm -hmm. can we start uh, the new year off on the right foot? Well, 
thank you for asking because that's really my new passion to talk about. And a kindness warrior is somebody who chooses to be kind even when life has been unkind. So it's it's being kind even when it's not easy to do so. And for example, you know, shoveling your neighbor's um, driveway in the snow, even when your neighbor is a cranky neighbor, you know, but maybe they're an old person and they have a good reason to be cranky. And so you just shovel their driveway, not because, you know, you like them so much or they like you even, but because it's the right thing to do. And then who knows, maybe that cranky neighbor will be a little less cranky because you've, you've done an act of kindness. You know, so there's all sorts of ways, big and small, we can be kindness warriors. You know, there are people like Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Mother Teresa, who were kindness warriors, but also, you know, somebody who holds the door uh, at this grocery store when you're, you're full of bags or when somebody gives you their seat on the bus, you know, for, if you're a pregnant woman or you're walking with a cane. You know, there's lots of different ways to be a kindness warrior. And the thing, the secret we need to know is that the giving is actually better for us than the receiving. We, we benefit more from being kind than, than from receiving acts of kindness. I watched uh, Ted Lasso over the holidays, oh, and I yes. finished it in about two or three days. <laughs> he is most definitely a kindness warrior, but, it, you know, it's not always easy to, to do that. No. no, that's the thing. Being a kindness warrior, the reason I use the word warrior is because you have to fight all the opposition against being kind, your own internal negativity or, or sadness or stress. And then, you know, the society that sometimes is difficult, and, and it makes it harder for us to be kind. But being the kindness warrior is, is saying, I am determined to be a loving person, a caring person, a compassionate, empathetic person, even when it's, you know, it's not set up for me to make it so easy to do so, because it's, uh, it's really a win-win. Like I said, it benefits the giver tremendously, and of course, it benefits the receiver. So that's my resolution for 2022, is that I'm going to be a kindness warrior, and I'm going to encourage everyone around me to do the same thing. And just on that last point, is that is that how we kind of move past some of uh, the trauma of the past two years? Yes, because the trauma has made us, you know, frustrated, irritable, even hostile. It's made us more self-centered, more numb, more uh, impatient and intolerant because trauma really has a very negative effect on the brain. So if we choose to be kindness warriors, we can heal our own trauma and we can heal each other and come out of this pandemic in a more positive way rather than, you know, the walking wounded. It's a good message. As always, uh, Dr. Sorota, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much, Devin. Be well. You as well. That's Dr. Marcia Sorota, an author, speaker, coach, and psychiatrist.